Oh, so you're good to go. I'm ready to go. Fabulous. Welcome back to the VoiceOver Gurus podcast. I'm your hostess, Linda Bruno. And as promised, the last time I did the podcast, um, I was on my own solo because so many people were busy. But I did say that I was going to try and grab Dave uh, Goldberg and see if he could sit with me uh, for one before the end of the year. And, and I said, as long as I can have my cookies, I will come on the coffee. show. And you're good. You're good. <laughs> I right. have. Well, you know, I'm eating David's cookies. It's not a plug. Right. And what's the coffee? Dave's coffee. Dave's coffee. It's all so. about Dave. All I wish about you could Dave. see that. You can take a picture of this later and I can. post it up to. with that. <laughs> so the reason why I wanted you to come on today is because you own your own production company. And voice talent are typically kind of like at the tail end of a production when it's done. And I thought it'd be interesting for talent to know the process of what goes behind any kind of project being created. I mean, it could be anything. It could be a commercial. It could right. be an industrial. It could be a voice for a toy, you mm-hmm. know. But a lot of things come through your studio. And I thought maybe we could talk about the stages and what typically happens from the producer's end as an owner of a production company. It, yeah. And and look, it's, it's pretty random. So not every project, the gestation of every project is the same. <clears throat> Please uh, forgive me. <laughs> Cookies under and the coffee. Weather. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, the gestation of, of every project is different. Uh, a lot of times it's based on budget. A lot of times it's based on the scope of work. Um, but we could talk about different types of projects and, and you know, <laughs> how they evolve. Yeah, because I think, you know, as voice talent, we're so isolated. A lot of us don't even know. You know, I'm lucky enough to be able to be here in this studio with you. Um, but if I wasn't here, I don't think I would know really, you know, how casting works for you, you know, how, how everything from, you know, the beginnings of the idea formulation to the production itself. Well, um, so the kinds of videos that we produce and the majority of them are corporate industrial, uh, which basically means they're videos that are intended sometimes for a consumer audience, but more often than not, it's business to business. So it's a product um, it, it's a business that manufactures a product or offers a service to another business. Okay. Um, so these are not normally the most exciting or stimulating right. videos, especially when you're showing somebody the new chromoly gingus pen and you're explaining <laughs> the benefits. But that said, you have to make it interesting. And one of the ways you make it interesting is hopefully with a dynamic voiceover. Mm. Um, that is given as if the client wants that. A lot of times the client just wants something as dry as the chromoly Genghis pin itself. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't see the excitement in that product and they don't want to hype it. They don't want to get a voice to hype that. So a lot okay. of times the voiceover delivery request is for something that's pretty flat, which I know you're used to. You know? Right, yeah. Um, and that has become the trend, unfortunately. It's, you know, hey, we've got a new pin for you. You know, it's this is the new pin. <laughs> <laughs> My friends told me I should buy it, so here you go. I think right. you should buy it, too. <laughs> exactly. It's great. So clients it's come to Stephen you. Stephen Wright read. Yeah. <laughs> so clients come to you and they, you know. They say, okay, we have this We have this pen, mm-hmm. and we want to shoot video on it, and can you help us out? I mean, do you guys exchange ideas? Do you guys come up with? Um, so for the concept of the, pro- of the video, more often than not, we do. Um, we'll get involved in the script development phase, but it also depends. Sometimes the client uh, has a marketing department internally that's going to work on the, on the script, or they might have an ad agency or a marketing um, company that, uh, you know, a marketing agency that they've engaged 
to help them along with. A lot of times we're not working for the client, the end client. A lot of times we're working for the ad agency or the, uh, the marketing agency. Gotcha. They're hiring us, and we don't even get to meet the client ever. Mm-hmm. Um, nor do they get to know that we exist. You know, we're we're working behind the scenes, mm-hmm. uh, which is how a lot of voiceover talent work. I mean, how many times have you met? Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I work with producers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. I know. And and many oftentimes you don't even meet them. Right. Right. That's so, true. Um, yeah. So so to answer your question, the, the the how a project begins, the germination of a project, it depends. If we're working for the client. Uh, we meet with them, we talk to them, a uh, lot of emails, and then we sort of hone in on the direction that the the project's going to go in. Uh, sometimes we disagree, and we will put our foot down and say, we really think it should be this way or do this. It, it's it, but, and, and oftentimes the client will respect our advice. Yeah, because you do this for a living. This is what we do. Other times the client will be like, I've done this a thousand times and this is how we're doing it. Well, okay, fine. We're going to do it a thousand one times your way, you know. Right, right. Um, but, you know, you try to make the best of it, even if it's not what you feel is going to be um, in the client's best interest. You still have to do the best job you can. I mean, that's just good work practice. Now, I mean, I know there's obviously exceptions to every situation and a million and one different scenarios, but I mean, your opinion and poll probably holds some water with a lot of the clients, right? It does. And when the clients uh, accept our, I don't want to call it criticism, but take our advice. Guidance, yeah. Guidance, Mm -hmm. right. Um, More often than not, it's to the benefit of the finished product. Mm-hmm. Um, there are times we fail or we miss the target. Um, I don't want to say fail, but, you know, don't achieve the optimal results. Right. According to what they right. were, uh, were seeing. Um, but look, we have clients that have given us scripts. They come to us with a fully, what they think is a fully developed idea for a video. <laughs> Um, we had we have some long term clients who fit that model, and nine times out of ten, we I read the script, we look at it, we review it, and we how are we going to do this? What were they even thinking? <laughs> you know, this is this why because it's unreal, like unrealistic. Um, it's not developed. They think it's fully developed. Oh, you know, we right, right, if right. somebody's going to give you, um. A video script. Yeah. Um, now, for those of you who have not seen a video script or visual script, it's typically two columns. One column has anything audio, dialogue, music cues, sound effects. And then the other column has visual cues, things that you're going to see, whether it be video or graphics or a logo. And the left column should match up with the right column. So if you if one column says logo, company logo, there should be an audio cue. So, you know, is it the voiceover talent saying company ABC or is it the music, the theme music or whatever? Right, right, right. So these clients will give us a script, a video script, and half of it is missing. <laughs> you know, like it'll have the narrative. It'll have the, yeah. the audio, the voiceover column. But the right column only has half of the visuals. So then, but but this is the quote, this is the approved oh final God, script. Oh, God, now you've got to flesh it out. No, no, you say to the client, oh, hey, Joe, 
what do you want to see here? <laughs> when the voiceover says, install the pin right side up, taking care of not are we showing you installing the pin oh yeah yeah we're showing you install the pin right, well, yeah. well then, so then maybe it should have said show you know product being installed some are not familiar with the details that have to be explained out yeah so listed. this one particular client every project is like that oh, and God. every project we reteach them best practices <laughs> and of course it's always like you know it's always the end of the day oh here's the script can we film this next Tuesday? I'm like, what? Look, the script's not even finished. You... So there's some hand-holding. Yeah. Hand-holding. Yeah. Now, when it comes to picking voice talent, what percentage, um, you know, obviously not every project has a voice, but the ones that do come through that need a voice talent, what do you think the percentages of the client bringing their own idea of a voice they want, or how? what's the percentage of them wanting you to find someone? I try to steer the client away from that decision-making process. When they have, when like they come to you and they yeah, say, "Yeah, oh. I don't even, I don't even ask them mm-hmm. what were they thinking," you know. Oh, okay. Me. Sometimes they will say, you know, da, 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 da. and you know, I'd like a female who sounds like she's in her forties, maybe early fifties, but not too peppy and blah, and that's that. Some of them get a little carried away and want to do a casting session um, and have us find voices and, mm-hmm. and get sample reads. Um, the kind of work we do and the clients that we have, that doesn't happen as much. Um, it happens more when we do broadcast projects, or TV commercials, mm-hmm. um, or radio commercials for that matter, you know, when it's a, when it matters a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but what the, about any, any of those industrial or the e-learning? The industrials, they very rarely specify. They'll, they'll specify a gender. But they Sometimes. leave it to you to try to find yeah. someone? Yeah. Oh, and, that's kind of cool. And more often than not, we do the casting and, and leave it at that. Um, the sad part for the voice talent out there is if, if, if I'm representative of the way the industry works, and I may not be, I'm not saying that I am, mm-hmm. um, is I tend to try to work with the same nucleus of people, uh, people voice talent, uh, for a few reasons. Number one. Uh, familiarity. Number two, uh, well, the familiarity is I know what I'm getting. Right. Right. Known concept. If I'm hiring you to do a voiceover and you do a lot of stuff for us, I I know what I'm going to get. I don't have to explain stuff to you. Right. You know, I don't even have to do the session with you live. I could just give you the copy and say, listen, do the same read like you did for company ABC. Right. 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 Or, you know, remember we did that hospital two years ago, this video, different hospital, same exact kind of read. Mm -hmm. And it's done. You know, it's like no handholding. Um but and then there's, you know, we, then we so we have our little inner circle, which you're part of. And then we have our secondary circle, which consists of a number of other people. Most of them are not in the immediate area physically here. And then we go out and do remote sessions with them. Um, and then the third circle is a circle that I don't even have any knowledge of. And that's the universe. The online know. marketplace. Um, online marketplace or referrals, mm-hmm. um, very often, and you know you've you've done this with some of your the people you've worked with who I really don't have a lot of contact with, um, but I might say to you, listen, this project that I've got, this is not, I don't think your voice is right for this project. Do you know of? But mm-hmm. yeah, you know who have you tripped on in the past year or two who right. mm-hmm. might 
better suit this kind of, you know, this is what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that they want a, a female who sounds like she's in her 80s, you know, right. without But I guess that's pretty it. common in a lot of businesses. Yeah. You know, it's relationships, it's familiarity. Um, some people don't have the time to go, you know, sifting through a hundred voices. Right. They'd rather and there's, there's go, a, it's you know. not, yeah, and time is cost. I mean, for me to do, I try to stay away from the online marketplace, but I I have used it. Yeah. Um, and you put a casting call out on one of those sites, uh, you could get 50 samples pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are people who I imagine just sit around all day waiting for the auditions to come in. Yes. Because there are, um, I'll get 50 auditions and I'll get 20 to 30 Within an hour. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, Speedy. Yeah. Now, what um, about the quality? What do you well, think? Well, I was that? just going to say that doesn't mean they're good. I mean, they're they're good in their response time. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, they're all over the place. <laughs> they're all over the place. Um, like, what's the worst? Can you give me an example of maybe what what the, what the component was in it that made it really bad, or yeah. they were just untrained? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, sure. I needed I needed a genuine. Off. This was this was my description was like looking for female <clears throat> sounding um, for uh, forget what the project but you know Project X um, th- be, thirty to fifties authentic British accent no must be authentic <laughs> British accent and that was ignored <laughs> well of the fifty or so that I got that I received. In a 24-hour period, mm-hmm. almost all of them were definitely from the U.S. with like, thrown at, you know, with- thank you for calling. You, you know, <laughs> the new pin does this and does that. <laughs> right. There were, I'm not kidding you, of the 50, there were like five that were legitimately, I mean, they may have been people who live in the U.S., but they were born in England. Right. <laughs> gotcha. Know? They were legitimate British actors. Yeah. Yeah. Bonafide. Right. Everybody else. The other 45 were from, like, Kansas and Mississippi and L.A. and New York. And I guess people figure they're just going to throw it against the wall, right? They, they throw figure, it out there, yeah, hey, see if see. it sticks. The problem is, though, it kind of turns you off on wanting, wanting to do a casting online. I hate doing it because, honestly, if the results were better, if I got really what I'm looking for, then I would use it more, mm-hmm. right? So it's... it's really to the voice actors who are on that marketplace. It's to their discredit. Yes. To to respond to something that is not not for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, for that matter, if I asked for female. Why didn't I get male reads? You know, right. <laughs> <clears throat> so, where do you draw the line? Oh, well, they're looking for a female. I'm definitely a guy. So I'm not going to submit this one. But you've yeah. definitely had some success with some of them. You've cast some. People. Yes. Yes. But no, I have- usually do. Right, but then there's a second. There's a secondary process of it: studio quality, turnaround time. But the ones that are legitimate and the ones you usually do go for, you don't have the problem with. It's the 45 pieces of shit that you wind up. (laughs) You know, had you hired one of them, chances are you'd have trouble. You would have had some problems. But there's five good ones. Right, and the five good ones are are legit, and they have decent setups. Yeah, and. And they know what they're doing. And they're good turnaround time. And yeah. Yeah. I've never, I really don't think I've ever had a negative experience using the online services once I've picked the talent I'm going to use. Okay. But it's just the general cast. It's just itself. getting there. Yeah. Right. It's, Interesting. it's just so painful. 
Wow. I mean, you get, you listen to the auditions, and I'm telling you, you 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 hit the gong within the first two seconds. It's, it's that <laughs> it's that quick. Either either the sound quality is so hideous oh, wow. that you realize there's no if if it's this bad in the demo, I can't imagine it being that much better in the final. Right. Right. Um, so it's important to have a good well, quality Well, an audition's studio. an interview, right? Right. So if you, went to inter- if you were interviewing somebody for a job, hey, what's your name? Hey, my name's Tony. Okay. And you want to be an attorney? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, thank you. You know, like, right. wh- why? You're not going further than that. It's the, the audition's the book cover. Right, right. True. So and the, the demos, the demos that are on the online oh, service, yeah. forget those. They're all, 99% of those demos are canned demos made in... You know, some voiceover workshop kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They're all crap. They're not real spots. Um, some of them are the audio quality is really good because they happen to make it in a good studio. Very often it's a homemade demo. This I don't even, honestly, I, I very rarely pay attention to the demos. I just really? put, yeah, I put the casting call out there. Interesting. And then just wait to see what comes in. Well, I mean, I know a lot of demos get made sometimes too early in the process yeah. well, of a voice sure. talent's career. They don't have. Right. But they're coached beautifully from somebody who gets them in that zone for that one read. But then they can't do it live. They can't do it for real. Yes. That's Mm -hmm. the thing. Have you ever hired somebody in that situation? Sure. Where they presented themselves one way in the audition and then when you put them in the booth, it was something different. Yeah. Well, I don't do too many live sessions. We really don't do too many live sessions here. So that usually doesn't happen. Um, Most of the work that we do, not even in the online marketplace, but in that secondary wave of the people that we do mm-hmm. work with, but who aren't here, most of that isn't done as a live uh, coached or live produced session. They work on their own? <coughs> and they work on their own. Files? We'll give them, you know, have a conversation on the phone. But these are people you've worked with before. Yeah. Or, or highly recommended. Right. Okay. Right. So I know that these are people with experience. I'll send them the script. We'll have a five minute phone call. Maybe I'll give them sort of a read of what I'm thinking about, and uh, and then I'll say, "Do you are you comfortable doing this on your own, or do you want me to be on the phone with you while you record it?" Mm-hmm. And I kind of leave it up to them because, listen, if they miss the mark and send me their files and it's not what I was looking for, then we'll cut our losses and I'll stay on the phone and they'll recut it. That doesn't happen very often. It yeah. hap- it happens. It's not a bad thing if it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes I prefer yeah, a live session. Yeah, you just get it done. You know, let's just do it one or two takes. Right, because sometimes right. a producer from my end of it will be extremely picky or maybe they don't even know what it is they want. Right. And then sometimes they'll just say, oh, just be friendly and conversational. And so I'll do my version of friendly conversational and they'll be like, no, we weren't thinking that. And then you wind up going back and forth and spending all this extra time when we right. could have just 15 minutes. Let's just get on a call. Let me read it for you. But again, that that comes with knowing who you're the talent is in my in my uh, case. It, if you know the talent you're working with, I know what they're capable of. I mean, I, this is always with people that I don't know, like first time well, yeah. producers for me. Th- those are the people who I would tend to want to direct. Right. Um, but even so, I mean, there's you, know, you introduced me years ago to a friend of yours in Chicago, and 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 I've continued to use her. Barb. And, yeah, <laughs> Barb. And I I have had probably three conversations with her in five years. Yeah. You know. <laughs> You don't need to have any more. You don't. No, I she know. She gets it. You yeah. know, here's the copy, you know, email. It's all email. Here's the script. They're looking for this, this kind of read, yeah. upbeat, put a couple of ums and ahs in there to make it sound natural. Let me know if you have any questions. Her response, got it. Yeah. 
You know, followed yeah. by <clears throat> 10 minutes later, here are your files. <laughs> yeah, I I have a couple of producers that I've never spoken to ever physically, like over the phone. And we haven't even had anything. I think when they send me a script, it's usually for car spots. And they'll just say, can you read the WAM line? Thanks. Yeah, and they don't even give me direction, nothing. And yeah. I just do it and send it and they're happy and or our, I don't hear from your, them. Or your client that I produce with you down in Florida. I mean, yes. the the emails, I'm on the same email chain as you. Hey, Linda, here's the script. Yes. It's this many syllables. See if you can get it into the 29-second hole and have fun with it. Well, I know, like, well, you know? when I had Lisa Biggs on, the cartoon, you know, mm-hmm. character actress. Yeah. She's she, great. Yeah, but her majority of her sessions are live, directed sessions, probably because of the creative aspect of it, you know? Yeah. Plus, and, she's not, that's, that's she's playing <clears throat> a character, and right. she's not seeing the character. Mm-hmm. Right, so she's. So yeah, I don't know what her setup. Probably not. I don't think she's seeing the character. So now the director kind of has to tell her, you know, what the character is feeling at right. that time, which she may not get in the script. Whereas the more boring stuff, a lot of the more regular business stuff that I do, I don't get directed on because of the fact that okay, this is straightforward. But yet, I do need to get directed for the comedy network stuff. Of course. You know, because Mike's like... Same reason. I, I need right. you to sound like you're super excited, like you're annoyed, like you're whatever. Right. So, yeah. But I would say probably, you know, 90% of my sessions are not directed anymore. Yeah. You know, Disney being one. It took them I'm, seven years oh, yeah. to trust me. <laughs> not have to come in on Sundays at 6 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> 9 yeah. a.m., 9 p.m. Yeah. at night for their 9 yeah. a.m. time, yeah. Um, I would say it's about the same ratio. I would say 90% of the voice talent that I use... Is not live directed. And it's because you're using people that you use a lot. Yes. So now if you were going to search somebody out, though, and you had to do a session live, what's your preferred way for remotely to do it? Um, right. The easiest is because a lot of talent who work out of their homes, their home studios. Uh, I just want to adjust the microphone here. Um, a lot of those voiceover talent don't have live patch systems and we ha- we're like one of the few that are yeah. left with isdn i know you never use the isdn no i don't really need it um i'll do you know i'll be on the phone so you just do they a phone either patch. yeah they either have um not even a phone patch oh i'll just be on the phone um they have an earbud yeah um from their cell phone or their home phone or i don't know uh but they have an earbud so they hear me in the left ear um i get to hear them through the phone mm-hmm. but they're recording directly so right. they've got a real microphone and the computer right. is mm-hmm. right there and and they're recording and and I'll um what I will do sometimes and I'm not sure if this is standard practice or not I will sometimes record I'll have it on speakerphone but I'll record the session here and you know crappy audio phone audio right um just so I have a reference of me coaching and I know oh that was a good take Linda that was good you know so now I have that. So we start the session together. Um, I'm giving you a lot of behind the scenes wow, now. What? All right. So here's what happens, right? So I have the talent is on the phone. And I'll say, okay, <clears throat> Shirley, I want you to start recording. Start your Pro Tools or whatever you're using Audition. Start it when I start mine. Ready? In three, two, one, go. So now we're both recording. And pretty close start time. Yeah. It's not, you know, synced to, uh, uh, time code wise. But, but we have a pretty good start time. So now... She's recording, and the recorder's just rolling. Right. My recorder's rolling. I'm picking up the speakerphone conversation in my studio. She is recording. She hears me with an earbud, but she's recording her mic into her system. So the, her system is only picking up 
her microphone. Right, not picking you right. up. Mm-hmm. We get done with the session. We have eight minutes of audio. She sends me that eight-minute file. I then put that eight-minute file in my Pro Tools on a separate track. Mm-hmm. And I kind of line it up to my eight-minute file because I have the same eight-minute file, just mine is the speakerphone. Gotcha. That's right. Mm-hmm. So now when I play them back together... They're almost in perfect sync, but I have her dry audio on channel two, track two, mm-hmm. and I have my speakerphone audio on track one, mm-hmm. and I can hear all of my comments and be able to edit that way. So I can pull, oh, that, oh so like during the session, I might say, that was really good end. I think I'm going to use that on the beginning of right. take three. So instead of marking, this is your, you, you're doing like a yeah, live exactly. recording the whole thing from both right. sides. And I so still mark with notes too, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have everything. Um, that works great. Yeah. It works really well. Um, we've been using Skype a lot. We've been using... Um, Skype's been great for me. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's cheap to get the phone number. Right. You but for the, the same way. I'm and... not using the audio from Skype. I'm right. just using Skype as the communication method. I record into Pro Tools. Right. In my, in my headphones, though, because it's the way it's connected it's to my direct. computer. Yeah, I don't need an earbud. I can right. hear everything. But you can and... hear the Skype call through your headphones. Yeah, and it won't uh, print onto Pro right. Tools. Right. Yeah. So... Um, Which is an affordable way to do Skype, Google Hangouts, um, FaceTime. Uh, they all work the same yeah, way. Yeah, you don't use Source Connect. No. Yeah, no, you no. don't need for it. Not the kind of work that we're doing, and the clients that we're doing work for don't right. really request. Because you guys it. are heavily video based. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you didn't start that way, but that's what's kind no, of no. But blossomed. it's nice. It's nice to be able to have the ability to record. Uh, yeah. the voiceovers and, and edit audio here because most video production studios obviously they, they well that. they can edit because the programs handle it but right. they don't have audio rooms you know they'll have a, they'll have a video suite that may or may not be treated for sound and have oh, yeah. all the right tools and bells and whistles and we have a couple booths here yeah yeah so that's uh, that's it um, but getting back to something you said about um, I, I, I made a note here and I wanted to circle back to it you you mentioned something about um, clients directing you and having live direction. <laughs> there is the time when the clients and, and the clients directing the talent, which also me directing talent. But I it reminded me of that. Uh, I thought you were going to actually start talking about that that session from a hell about session. a year ago. But it's almost like there's a full moon or something when these things go on, right? Because that same client we've had subsequent sessions with, and they've been dreams. Yeah, but it was like with. that first session, that first introduction, yeah. and they were asking for crazy stuff. And then, I, you know, after so many years of doing this and being a mimic, I know that I can pretty much try to give them what they want, and it, nothing was good enough. And <laughs> then they were criticizing the studio. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it Is was... Is it a real studio? <laughs> right. <laughs> so They're it... on a phone, mind you. They're on a right. speakerphone. And they're going to judge wanted... the studio. Well, that was... We had a phone patch, and for some reason, they were hearing the studio. And, and just for those of you not familiar with the phone patch, a phone patch is a device that, that, di- that connects, electronically connects the output of the studio mm-hmm. directly into a phone. So it's, you know, short of your alternative would be to hold a phone up to the speaker. Um, this injects the output of the studio into the phone mm-hmm. um, and allows us to hear the client through the speakers here in the studio. So anyway, everything was fine for us. <laughs> we, right. we, heard, we heard them fine. But for whatever reason, their speaker, we were coming across distorted right, uh, or a little distorted. And uh, 
their question was, is this, it's very distorted. Is this a, is this a real studio? Are you in a real studio? <laughs> no, sorry. We, we called you from the fake one today. Remember uh, also they were like, don't get used to this because you're not going to be like the voice of this. Oh, yeah, Remember right. they said that to me? Or how about they said, are you cold? Uh, no, do you oh, have, do you a, have cold? a cold? <laughs> do you have a cold? Are you sick? So lo and behold, when we got booked again, I'm like, what? Oh, God. I was dreading it. And all of a sudden, it was complete, like a complete 180. Right. And you are the voice of the client. Right. Yeah. So go go figure. Yeah. Go figure. So now I want to talk about directing talent since you you do well, that, that from yeah. time mm-hmm. from time to time. Um, have you had anything, is there anything annoying that you think talent can do that, or something well, that pisses you I, off? Yeah, I'll tell you what pisses general. me off. I, I honestly think if a, a voiceover talent is getting paid as a voice actor, that is their job. That's what they chose to do. That's why they are there doing what they do. Mm-hmm. They may have a second job or another career, but for whatever reason, they are behind that mic. They chose to be there. I didn't put them there. And if I am paying that person to do that, to perform that task, I believe that they should perform that task ad nauseum until <laughs> we have what we need. <laughs> <laughs> there are quite a few people that I've worked with in my 26 now, almost yeah, 26 years of, of owning a studio who really only have two or three shots in them. And they, and then they're done. Um, and that's talking like three different takes. And then yeah, they're like, yeah, that's not the kind of stamina you you want to <laughs> come bring to the table. You know, um, <laughs> trying to keep this clean. So what do you do in that situation? Um, How do you handle? Uh, you know. Oh, then you have to get all phony and like baby them, <laughs> you know, and like talk diva shit to them and be like. All right, you know what? I know, I know, I know, and yeah, and you have to play good cop, bad cop. Like, hopefully, your client isn't on the phone with them because then you got a real problem. But, right. but uh, no, if it's just you and that person, then you have to you have to like side with them. You know, like fake side with them. It's like, listen, I know the script sucks. No, it doesn't. I, I wrote it. You know, like, so like, listen, listen up. If uh, if the producer is siding with you and trying to, uh... yeah, you probably suck. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's true. I, I, I'll do things like, uh, you know, Linda. No, I, I don't want to use your name because it doesn't happen with you. We're like, you know, all right, listen, Shirley. <laughs> no, Shirley, listen, I know the script sucks, but you got to work with me here because the client had to go through legal on this and their attorneys. And, and the, this is like the eighth version of it. It was much better earlier on, but it really got ripped apart. So let's let's do take eight and let's see, you know, like what flip the word around this way or do this or whatever. Uh, it's it's tough. I mean, look, sometimes the talent really can't do it. You yeah. know, they only have one or two reads in them. Mm-hmm. And now you're asking them to do something that they're just not built for. <laughs> That's, they haven't trained for it. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. They haven't developed themselves. Right. Um, that's tough. Look, but there are certain people have voices, you know, a specific style of voice, and that's who they are. I'm ne- I do voiceovers. I'm never going to be that uh, that. Basey, right, you know, right. I'm not doing those car commercials with you. Know, I can't do it. It's not me. I've been asked to do those. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'll flat out tell them. I'm like, I maybe you don't have. The, I don't know if I'm the right 
person That's for this. Not your this thing, is yeah. not my thing, you know. I don't do British voices, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't do female voices, and I can't <laughs> do this like subsonic voice that you're looking for, you know. Uh, you need somebody with grapefruits, you know. I don't. That's not me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm. You've been in that situation, right? Where where you've got your range, which is a wide range, but sometimes they want to go a little outside and you know way outside and. I've gotten to the point sometimes, well, I can tell you one session I had, it was a a line. It wasn't, it was like a tag. It was five words. Yeah. And the session just started shitty from the get-go. It was ISDN. And the guy's like, do you realize how much you're making per word? That was his like introduction to me. (sighs) And I just said, well, let me talk to my agent. I didn't make the rate, you know. (laughs) Meanwhile, it's five words. I'm thinking it's a tag. Yeah. He had me do, and I'm not lying to you, 90 takes of this. Just, and I'm thinking more to get and his money's worth. And now you said, worth. yeah, I'm getting a buck a word. Right. <laughs> and it, getting... it was 50 bucks a word when we started. <laughs> well, it's a dollar a word. Yeah, I think he was just trying to get like his money's worth. Yeah. But the fact was that you get to a point where I, I feel like, all right, I'm an actress and I can come up with a bunch of different things. All right. I had that hour and a half long aud- audition for WAMU, Washington Mutual Bank. Mm-hmm. Hour and a half long audition. And they would just say... All right, somebody handed you a pen. Say thank you if somebody handed you a pen. So I'm like, thank you. Now say thank you in the way that you don't like the person that handed you the pen. Oh, oh, oh thank you. Now you're annoyed with it. So they took me through this whole thing. By the end of it, and Barb was in on it too because she worked for the company that did the, the uh, production. I said to her, there's no way I got this job. I, they did not like me at all because they put me through my paces. Lo and behold, I land the account. But, you know, sometimes you you just got to do as much as you can do. And I would have said you, to you them, know? what if I what if I took this pen and stuck it in your... <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, you fucking... <laughs> like, Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you! <laughs> <laughs> so that's a bit of a struggle for producers if you've got... Or the famous, say that for me three three different ways and then they do it again. Same time, same way. <laughs> same way, yeah. every time. Right. Give well, me that line well, three ways. That client we were talking about, mm-hmm. the client from hell. Um, why don't you tell that story? Because the final take. Oh well, I do this take, <laughs> they're, and they're finally like, "Okay, we think you're getting it. We think we like that one. Save that one. Can you just give us a safety?" So we didn't do a safety. <laughs> he played. I back. played back. <laughs> what? Previous take. And what does she say? No, that's not <laughs> no, it. That's not what I want. Like. <laughs> Well, okay with it. <laughs> Not realizing she was listening There's to the There's a really take. well-known bass player, If uh, for those of you who are musicians. His name is Lee Sklar. He's got a big beard. He tours with Phil Collins. He's played very with Toto. Very recognizable guy. <laughs> um, incredible bass players. James Taylor. You name it. Um, he has, he has a, a, a knob on his guitar <laughs> that is not wired to anything. It's just a knob. It's just a knob. And he's a big session player. <laughs> to make and it he look tells. Like I've heard him tell the story, so I'm not making this up. Uh-huh. And yeah, I, don't, I forget what he called. He actually has a name for it, but like the producer knob or something. And then he'll be in there. The producer will be like, "Yeah, hey, Lee, that's great, man. Can you just do that again?" And just like, I think it needs just a little more in the top end. And Leo like reach over and be like, <laughs> "Okay, all right, listen to it now. What do you think now?" And the producer will be like, mm, "Too much." <laughs> And he'll be like, all right, let me back it off a little bit. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, 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 that was it. That's it. Don't move it. Don't move it. Keep it right there. And Lee's like, you got it. Here we go. And it's the same exact sound. 
<laughs> I guess these are just the things that we we encounter. Yeah. So now you have to deal sometimes with with um, what about talent that have an attitude? Anybody ever give you like an ego trip? Like not too much. I actually can't remember. Didn't you work with a celebrity at one point? Oh. <laughs> that, I guess that does fall into. Uh... All right, I could tell that story quickly. I just can't play the audio. I would love to play that audio. No. <laughs> but I probably would. I could get blacklisted or something. Yeah. Um, about 10 years ago, um, an actor who used to be an amateur boxer who was on a TV show about yellow taxis back in the 70s. Uh, that's enough. Okay, that's enough. Um, who, who still has a career. Uh, he, uh, an Italian name. Right. Mm-hmm. And yep. that's it. Okay, yep. good. So we were doing a project with it. It was a video and he, he we long story, but we got him to be the narrator for this video. It was a not for profit for a hospital. Um, <clears throat> and in the end of the video, actually, he was on camera for the beginning of the video. And then we needed a narrative. We need a voiceover to carry the video and, mm-hmm. and to end the video. So we're sitting with him in the green room. And um, we put a lapel mic on him. This was not here in the studio. This was in the field. So we, we shot on a stage, mm-hmm. and then we ended up sitting I'm on the couch with him, and he's reading the script, and we put a lapel mic on him, and he's reading, ba 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 So thank you for coming, and enjoy the rest of your night. I'm sorry. He says it. So thank you for coming, and enjoy the rest of your night. And I leaned over to Michael. That was really great. That was awesome. I said, could we just get another read just on the very, very end? I just want you to go down on the cadence, you know. And I give him the actual reading. I said, so have a, and have a great night. And I drop my voice down like this. And he turns to me and he says, Dave, Dave, don't, don't give me readings, Dave. You got, you got me mixed. You must have me mixed up for somebody else. Okay? Are we done? And then you hear the mic. You hear him take the mic off his clothes and puts it down. And that was it. With some of the Shatner, you've heard the Shatner oh, yeah. audio. Everybody's heard yeah, that yeah, with yeah, the, just yeah. the attitude. But, yeah. but yeah. what about talent? Honestly, that- look, I, I will say this in the guy's defense. He was amazing, incredible, yeah. 99% of the way through. It was, I, I think He's he was, he was, no, I think he was, he was done. Yeah, he was, he was done. done. We were with him for an hour. Yeah. And I think that was it. He, he, he. He reached the end of the the meter was up, yeah, yeah. you know. And I just asked him to do a little bit too much. I honestly don't think it was too bad. It's not like I said, "Hey, can you read the whole thing over again?" Um, but whatever. Have you ever dealt with like the a, video was fine, like a normal talent like me giving you attitude, um, or refusing to do retakes or anybody to send them? Stuff, no, like no. I did want to say something about celebrities, and and you know, of sure. course, this is going to be controversial. I'm going to get myself in trouble. But one of the best experiences I had, and and not for the reasons that everybody else is going to think, was work, working with Bill Cosby. Oh, God. Um, but uh, <laughs> I didn't have a drink. The session was, was good. Nothing was put in the drink. Nothing. You know, we, I was I was intact at the end of the session. No, it was a great session. I was cracking up the whole time. Um, no attitude, you know, he didn't come with his entourage. He just came by himself, yeah. low key, but that was a great, um, incredible experience. You know, I was devastated when, and shocked yeah. when, wow. when the news broke, but okay, that's yeah. Not, what a shame. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, but normal talent, um, yeah. not, not really. I mean, again, I think the biggest problem that I have is not knowing what the talent's threshold is for retakes, um, or their ability to 
nail it. You know, mm-hmm. you go into you enter into this relationship with a voiceover talent hoping or expecting that this is going to be an easy session. I mean, you never really, oh, I'm going to book this person because I want the session to go an hour when it should be 10 minutes, you know. Right. So, but there are occasions where that intended 10-minute session goes way over. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and in those cases, you obviously have to have the the stamina to be the engineer and the producer and, and go through this. Right. But then you have to hope that the talent is going to, Hang in there with you. Right. And there are occasions, it's rare that this happens, and it's even less, it, it's more rare, you know, it's, it's, it's less frequent that they can't hang in there with you, mm-hmm. but it does happen. <clears throat> and sometimes it's not even their ability to do it. It's like there are other forces that you're not even aware of. Like, I don't know, maybe maybe the person, because they're not here, see, they, it might be a remote session. Maybe they have somewhere to be. Right. But they're not telling you that. They, right. They're going to be like, oh, we have to finish because I have to go pick up my kid at school. Right. Um, but, you know, I'd rather you tell me that right, than just lose mean. your shit, you know, through right. the session. And all of a sudden you're not concentrating and, and everything that I asked you to do previously, now you're forgetting that because, you know. Oh, right. Because you're distracted because you're thinking you got to leave. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Or right. your head someplace else. Exactly. Or, oh, man, I have a, you know, they're thinking they have a phone call in 10 minutes mm-hmm. or they have another session. So just I would say my advice to somebody, you know, if, if, if anybody's getting a takeaway out of out of this uh, out of the podcast is um, be honest with the producer. Yeah. You know, if you're booked for one hour session, make sure you make sure you have time. Even if you think, OK, they give you the script. It's a 60 second spot. Oh. And you're thinking in your mind, piece of cake, this isn't going to take an hour. Sometimes you know, it does. Sometimes it does. Yeah. Like your person who wanted you to read it 50 different ways, they wanted their right. money's worth. They want their hours worth. Yeah, you never know. Right. Sometimes, look, you know, I, sometimes. It's takes. <laughs> it's, look, I would rather take as little time as possible. But if the client is on the phone, sometimes the client wants to get their money's worth. Right. You know, they they're paying like what they're... they feel is a lot of money <laughs> for mm-hmm. the studio and for the voice talent. They want to get their money's worth. Um, and I can't blame them. Right. You know, it's like going to a restaurant, go to a nice restaurant. Hey, if you finish your food quickly, great for the restaurant. They can flip the table and, and have somebody else in there. Right. But you as a diner have a right to sit there for an hour, hour and a half. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so stamina is important for voice yeah. talent during yeah. sessions. Well, I think this was very informative. Yeah, it was fun. I have one other, since we're talking about this, one other booth story I okay. have to tell. This 10, 12 years ago, a person I worked with a lot. Um, like weekly, comes in for the session in the booth, give her the copy, reads the copy, and I'm hearing like like what what I think in the headphones or actually speakers I think is like jewelry. So I said, "Hey, do you are you wearing any jewelry?" And she says, "No, no, I I took off. I had my my watch and my necklace are, are there on the table over there." And I look to the left and oh yeah, sure enough, that's a, and I and I see her in the booth mm-hmm. and she's not wearing a necklace and no dangling earrings. Right? I was like, okay, all right, must be maybe it was me. All right, let's do another take. Does another take? And I hear metal clang like jewelry. I'm like, what? So now I have to go in there and see what I, I don't even I I believe her. I don't think yeah. it's on her, but there's something in the booth that is jangling and I don't know what it is. <laughs> so I walk into the booth and I look at the floor, because that's where I figure it's coming from, and she's wearing boots and on the boots she's got little I don't know what you call them, but spurs? The little, not spurs, but the little <laughs> chains of the ankle, oh. you know, around the back of the boot. Yeah, like stylish. And I said little. you got did you what did, this is it? This is what I'm hearing. Move your legs. And she like move and she goes, Oh my god, I didn't even realize they were there. So 
you know. I don't understand how she couldn't hear that. I don't know. That you know, sounds crazy to because me. Because I'll tell you how. Because she was using using her body to emote, right. you know, and, and, and she was getting into it. Was so she, she wearing headphones? Yeah. So I, I don't understand. I, I would have uh, heard it. It, it, it. You know what? The microphone wasn't down by her feet. It was just enough that I could hear yeah, and she, here in the really? studio. Wow. And I probably had the speakers cranked up because I'm listening for all these anomalies. But I'll give her the pass. So then. just there's a little tip for you. It's just, you know, take, take <laughs> Don't wear your, anything loud. <laughs> leave your cell phone. Don't take the cell phone into the booth with you, even if it's on vibrate, because, you know, you're going right. to hear that. Mm-hmm. The mic's going to pick that up. And actually shut your phone off because the phones tend to uh, emit you know, radio frequency interference and stuff. And Plus, not so. for nothing, you're getting paid to be somewhere to do right. a session. Your all right. your focus should be on that session and not right. checking your phone. Right. But you don't, thing. you don't, you don't want to be the one to get to the end of that perfect take at the last word, the the <laughs> button of the word, and all of a sudden, <laughs> you know. Well, thanks for joining me today. This you're is welcome. Great talking about production studios and the whole process, and hopefully. Uh, uh, you got something out of it. You guys have any questions or anything? Nobody ever sends me any questions to ask, and I wish you would. Um, you just mail it over. Mail it. Yeah, put a stamp on it and freaking mail it. Email me at info at voiceover.guru or linda at voiceover.guru. Um, and someone was mentioning to me the other day that they were going to leave a review and they were having trouble through iTunes. So I'm not really sure what's going on with that. But we would love to get some more reviews. It's always helpful and, you know, gives us some feedback as well on what we should do for future shows. So thanks again for joining us. This is the Voiceover Gurus podcast. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.